Hello, hello, hello. What's going on, my guy? You know what? Nothing's going on, man. Absolutely nothing. That's why I'm sitting That's here crazy. talking to you today. Damn. So you only talk to me when there's nothing going on, huh? Yeah, you're on the back burner, bro. You're an afterthought. Dang. So now I'm a thought, too? Okay. Yeah, you're right. an after T H O T. Oh my god. Honestly disrespectful. You know, that's how we uh that's how we do things down here. You know, they call it southern hospitality, but they don't really teach you about the southern unhospitality. You know, that's the second level. It's called and, uh, southern hospitality cuz it'll put you in the hospital cuz it hurts mm, so much. Yes, yes, yes. A lot of people don't know that. That's the origin. Yeah, see you and I, we know that because we're from the south. But a lot of you right. know, maybe some of our listeners, I know Brink, he's uh I know he's been around the block a, a couple of times, but I don't know if he's been down to the south. I don't know if he knows. Right. Right. Cuz you know, going around the block, that's local talk. That's local talk but for sure. If you're going to go to the south, you you got to be got to be around the plain, I guess. Something like that. That's kind of a all right, all right. something. <laughs> this is dumb as hell. Let's get this goddamn episode started. Well, let's do it. Um, I'm talking about some Halo oh. and other multiplayers. I can't believe it. I can't believe it's here. Well, we'll get into it. We'll get into it. So, uh, you know the deal. One, two, three, clap, and then we're off to the races. Let's do it. One, two, three, clap. clap. All right, here we go. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Welcome to episode 177 of the Player Player Podcast. Before we get started, I want to give a big thank you to the both old and new additions to our crew tuning in to listen to us do what we do. What is that, Arsene? Talk about video games. Talk about video games. Every Thursday of every week, we gather around the virtual water cooler to discuss video games and the culture surrounding them. I'm your host, Joseph Hooper, a.k.a. The Hoop Man, along with my co-host, the new Spartan recruit himself, Arsene Lakpa. Hey, guys. It's me, Johnny Halo. Uh, I just signed up for this uh, Spartan program. They put me through the they put me through the ringer, bro. Let me tell you, you guys don't want to you guys don't want to make the same mistakes I did. So, you know. I'm offering a nice little class, you know, for any other new recruits out there that uh, th- are thinking about joining in the Spartan program. You know, it's only fifty dollars a week. Um, I feel like that's, you know, considering the year is what twenty twenty five fifty four. You know, mm, it, that's okay, that's basically right. that's basically five cents. If mm, we were talking in twenty twenty one terms, you know, what I'm saying because so of inflation. Yeah, because of inflation. So fifty dollars a week. Um, I'm doing you guys a, a solid here. I just need a little bit of lunch money every once in a while. So uh, oh, <laughs> thank you okay. guys. So if you guys can, um, you know, send that my way. You know, send me your little credit card numbers, your your wacky digits on the back, and I'll I'll get you guys right and enrolled in the program, and you guys will be ready to be a Spartan. Wow, wow, that deserves some sound effects here. Yeah. Where's the applause? Here we go. Beautiful, effect, beautiful. I know I need to add a Halo sound effect, but uh, the best I got is Nope. I got this guy from uh, Team Fortress. Okay. So uh, I think this is from Team Fortress. I honestly don't know where that's from. The Nope. Uh, yeah. I have no idea. We'll find no, out. We'll, we'll, we'll it says edit it engineer. It says, it says engineer. No. It's got to be. Like, yeah, it's got to be TF2. Okay. All right. Well, uh, moving on, just a quick reminder, guys, if you guys want to help support the show, 
go to playerplayerpod.com. We got all the information about us, about our socials, about how you guys can support monetarily. Speaking of supporting monetarily, there is a Kofi link on playerplayerpod.com at the bottom of the page. You guys can go there, help buy us coffee or or help support hosting costs for the year because running this podcast is not free. Uh, if you guys don't want to help monetarily, though, please just feel free to share the podcast with your friends, family, whatever, um, and join the conversation. Come talk with us. Playerplayerpod.com slash Discord will get you an invite to the Discord um, where you guys can come talk uh, video games, events, all that good stuff. Um, without further ado, let's get into the show. Arsene, what's up with you? Uh, you know what, man? Life is good. You know, work is a little less busy. We're squeezing hey. in. I was about, I was about to say we're squeezing games back into the uh, into the workday. That's still not happening. So I'm definitely you know unsatisfied in the work environment. I need to okay. you know reach out to my manager to tell them, hey, I need to play video games during the day. What right. are we gonna do about that? Um, so you know I will be reaching out with them sometime soon about that because that's kind of unacceptable. Um, mm-hmm. However, work is like you know. It's pretty solid right now. You know, I'm not uh, staying up till two in the morning. I'm not pulling all nighters anymore. We're oh we're living, nah, we're living not the all nighters. I did pull one all nighter back when in the in the worst in the the peak of the the work. So that was a uh, really bad. But we're we have passed that point um, of the work cycle. Other than that, though, bro, I got to put y'all on. You already know what time it is. It's that time of the the week. It's that time of the month. Where I review something from Trader Joe's. Okay. Let me tell you, bro. I know for a fact this shit is a, a seasonal item. And you guys got to hear me out here. It's going to sound a little wacky. It's going to sound a little unconventional. But Trader Joe's has a Thanksgiving-inspired fried rice. Okay. Honestly, that sounds pretty good. It sounds pretty good. Okay, okay. It's, they've got like a turkey sausage for like the meat. Obviously, you've got your rice in there. They've got a couple of vegetables, like some onions and carrots, and they threw in a little, a couple of like little breadcrumbs to like imitate stuffing. And let me tell you, bro, I, I threw that, I whipped that bad boy up. You know, obviously it's Trader Joe's. They try to make it as easy as possible. I threw a little bit of soy sauce in that bad boy. We were we were operating that night. It was a it was a great night um, in the Lockpot Johnson household. Um, and I will be getting more in the future. Hopefully they hopefully it's not like a, a hit item where everybody's uh, you know, selling it out. Hopefully it is the sleeper right. that only you, <laughs> me, and the rest of the uh the podcast know about. I'm I'm gonna be honest with you, it probably will be because what the hell is Thanksgiving fried rice? You right. Know, that just kinda sounds whack. Um yeah. but only the brave individuals like myself will be willing to even dare try it. So uh go give Trader Joe's more of your money on my on my behalf and uh try out that thanksgiving fried rice um let me see anything non-food related going on here no absolutely not we got more food updates costco bro costco has like pre-made like meals or whatever how many fucking stores are you hitting throughout the week that you got updates from costco and trader joe's the cost the trader joe's was like two weeks ago and i forgot to update costco was just a couple of days ago where we we went to Costco, dropped a bag, got some uh, got some good little little nummies, little little food items here and there. But they've got like these. I want to say they're like four parties, but they work just fine for like your own like you know dinner at home. You know, just for two. They had tacos. We had noodles tonight, 
and I feel like I'm like getting like a meal kit basically the way I'm I'm shopping okay. I'm getting this shit this shit from uh from Costco so shout out okay, Costco okay. shout out Trader Joe's I'm trying to put y'all on you gotta you gotta just try new things when you go to the store ladies and gentlemen because that's the only way you're gonna learn what's that's right I mean that is true and that's the only way you'll stay ahead of the trends because if you if you go to TikTok right now like I know you don't go on TikTok but that's correct I, I gotta I'll give a little background here if you go on TikTok they'll, they'll they'll be trends you know people will say oh my god you gotta go get this item from this store it's too late bro you can't just you can't wait for it's like uh, the stock market by the time the news is talking about it it's too late the bandwagon is gone wow the shit's out of stock everywhere and you you might as well just uh just feel sad for the rest of your life okay so okay you gotta you gotta get in and explore on your own sometimes so that's my that's my little word of advice and i will step off of my soapbox how are okay. you doing, man? uh i'm doing good i'm doing good um nothing crazy been going on um in the world of media uh checked out arcane the league of legends tv Ooh. show first episode uh looked very promising so I'm excited to continue going down that uh, rabbit hole, uh, even like, you know, not really being a League of Legends fan myself. I don't know if I told this story on the podcast ever, but there's an iconic story that I always tell. People ask me if I play League of Legends. Uh, my cousin Nelson tried to put me on the game. Uh, and I think it was like the first game or the second oh, game we played. Shit. This man is over here saying like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, blah, blah, blah. I was oh, like, oh, nah, no. Nah, they got my own cousin being toxic <laughs> to me, bro. Then you know this Damn. game is evil. So I said, no, nah, I'm putting this shit down. So I've only played like a handful of games of League of Legends. Played a little bit of Hearthstone. Um, but, you know, I really know nothing uh, of consequence about the League of Legends world. I was even shocked. When I was like, okay, let me let me just brush up on the heroes. Let me see what heroes there are so I can, bro, you know. It's like 200 maybe, now, bro. So I could put a face to the characters in the show. I, I shit you not. I thought there was like 30, oh, 30, yeah, 40. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I Holy looked it up shit. and it said like 140. I said, first of all, what the hell? There's 140 oh. characters. How are motherfuckers even picking people to play? You don't. What's going on? At this point, it's too, like... You have to just worry about the people that you see when you start playing the game. Those are the only people you can play. You don't worry about what's what's coming out because they're releasing characters every two months now, bro. It's crazy. Oh nah, I do, I feel like with that logic, there got to be some. There got to be a character that's broken at all times that you could just <laughs> exploit. There's got to yeah. be somebody that's OP at it's, all points. It's pretty much yeah. It's always that okay, one character right. or handful of characters that are always broken. But you know, most people I feel like have settled into their one trick ways where they'll they'll they, they can handle it everybody okay, who plays okay. league is uh they're, they're big boys even though they don't act okay. like it okay well anyways uh arcane looking pretty good looking pretty good so far so i highly suggest people who are just you know down for a show to watch go check it out um nice. other than that nothing crazy relatively chill weekend relatively chill week so um we could just get right into the topic. Let's do if, it. Uh, if there's nothing else. Um, so surprisingly, you know, this this whole week got switched on its side. Um, there were rumors on last Friday. Rumors saying, hey, guys, Halo Infinite multiplayer might be dropping on Monday. Xbox anniversary events happening. So 
you know, they might drop Halo multiplayer as a part of like that anniversary. We saw this, we discussed it a little bit, everybody on the internet. There wasn't any really, really strong source besides the fact that somebody hit the damn Microsoft Store API and literally got the <laughs> shit. But, you know, we knew, I knew somebody, um, or I guess we know somebody that works for Microsoft. Um, and then when I talked to them, they were like, ah, just because it's there doesn't necessarily mean that's going to happen or whatever. So I was like, okay, all right. So, and there was no credible sources. So it was kind of like a toss up. I was 50 50. I'm like, it could happen. It seems, it seems insane. Like just the the thought of this feat, the th- like you know, knowing Halo Infinite and everything it's gone through, the fact that you know we come around full circle and it's now releasing early, you know, I was like, ah, I don't know. So, anyways, uh, Monday comes along, Xbox anniversary event. First of all, I want to talk about that a little bit. Did you watch it? I did. Wa- I watched it without sound so i kind of knew right, what was so, going right. on so you didn't watch it okay. so i kind of watched it <laughs> my man said i watched it without sound all right uh people listen to this podcast without sound how about that um it was pretty good it was pretty good it's like somebody who is you know a lifelong i guess i would say i'm a, a lifelong xbox fan i had the original xbox although i only played like three or four games on that bitch not gonna lie uh but you know thousands of hours into my xbox 360 skip the xbox one generation which honestly nobody can hold that against me and if you do you're honestly an idiot you're a goofy um, and now and now i'm back with the xbox series x so i've had you know 75 percent of all the consoles so far and um a lot of a lot of great memories on the xbox 360 so to see the xbox anniversary event kind of go through all those moments even the the games and stuff that i wasn't quite playing as a kid um and just seeing like the impact that those had and where we are now, that was really cool. Um, getting the backwards compatibility announcements and the FPS boost announcements was really cool. Um, and I'm really excited for that documentary. Uh, they, they announced that they're going to put out a six part documentary, December 13th, basically chronicling like the history of the Xbox, like from its conception to, I guess, pretty close to where we are now. Mm-hmm. Um, which is really cool. Like I, I love stuff like that. I love, I love documentaries in general. But I'm very excited about you know, especially gaming related documentaries. Uh, I think most recently, uh, the one I watched was the God of War documentary for uh, the 2018 God of War, which is obviously one of my favorite games of all time right now. Right. Um, and it was really exciting to see like oh like they tested these mechanics and these didn't make it or you know these characters went through these iterations and there was all these trials and tribulations about announcing the game and launching the game and x y and z all that stuff was super interesting to me and kind of adds a layer of appreciation to the game and kind of the effort that went into it so um i'm really excited to see the xbox version of that uh and and kind of that that console and um I don't know, company history uh, documented and see how they kind of portray it. So I'm ready for that. Um, did you have any comments about any of the announcements besides Halo, of course, uh, made at the Xbox anniversary event? I didn't originally. Um, you know, I know that they had announced the, uh, you know, they're adding more games to their backward compatibility list, um, yeah. which I thought was super cool. Um, but I didn't really care about too much until I found out they added Sonic Unleashed. 
Oh, did to they? The backwards compatible. Yes, bro. Sonic Unleashed is on the backwards compatible list. Um, and I think I'm, I might have to just you know cop an Xbox and Sonic Unleashed, oh, bro. Oh my god, that's just the way it has to be, bro. I mean, I don't know. Did you play Sonic Unleashed growing up? Hell no. That was the that was the one, bro. That was the one. That one in Sonic Heroes, and I guess you know, obviously, I did know, play Sonic Heroes, Sonic Heroes, Sonic Adventures. You know, all those those ones. Sonic I, 06, I, yeah. Sonic 06 does not make the cut for a lot of people. All right, okay. I thought it was. I thought it was all right, but I know a lot of people don't really vibe with it. But Sonic Unleashed, bro, that one was, that was the truth right there. Being able to turn into Werewolf Sonic, come on, bro. So uh, it definitely has me a little bit more excited, you know, seeing some of the games that, um, you know, I may know or I may, you know, have some interest in, um, on that list. And I think that is super cool for, you know, all the, you know, OG xbox fans out there who do still have their copies of their games you know so big uh big sh- not shout outs to them but uh, i'm happy for those those folks out there y'all, gonna nice. be, y'all, y'all are eating good now that's right that's right especially all those nostalgic folks hell yeah um but yeah i mean i guess the moment uh that stole the show was one i guess they announced that the halo tv show is going to be coming out next year which I feel like that was announced literally a decade ago, maybe even longer. <laughs> Supposed to be directed by Steven Spielberg. I don't even know if it's still being directed by Steven Spielberg. Who knows? But I don't know. Hopefully it's good. You know, I always uh, want video game adaptations to succeed and not, you know, absolutely ruin uh, the, the the gaming version and like our, our outlook on them. And uh, I don't know if you've seen it, but forward until dawn which i think is like a halo short film or something like that that was mm. released quite some time ago really good really good so if it takes any anything out that book um i'll be very excited to watch it um we got a quick halo orchestra which was really sick that kind of went through the halo music uh, of the the classic games and of course the piece de resistance the halo multiplayer team uh was yeah. able to announce that halo was dropping that day which even after it was leaked even after it was rumored it was still just an insane moment i couldn't you know one of those moments where i can't believe this is happening i i just don't know and i can't even imagine what the hype would be if this did not get leaked which is a super Mm -hmm. a, a huge bummer you know i hate kind of where we are today where literally everything gets leaked and i hate that i'm so like tied into media and gaming news and all that stuff that I'm going to see it pretty much regardless um, if it's rumored. So that's kind of a bummer, but even still, man, I was, I could not believe that it was real and happening and that we were going to play it that day. Did you have reactions or were you kind of like, Oh, it's happening. Or did you expect it uh, based on the rumors? Where were you at? I feel like I might be, in or i i was kind of expecting it based off of the rumors i was like okay these rumors are seeming pretty legit you know like you mentioned uh earlier about the whole microsoft store api um pull that that one person got i was like okay i mean if they're pulling this shit straight from microsoft store it's got to have some weight to it there has to be like you mm-hmm. know at least a solid chance that this could actually come through maybe it could have you know ended up in a situation where it was supposed to be true but then they decided to you know back out back off right you know decision but at least the fact that it was true i kind of was on that um side of the uh on the side of the spectrum there um but then like i guess the other thing you were saying about like the whole uh 
like hype being diminished because you know this leak happened i definitely <laughs> feel that like 100 percent, bro it's got me like sitting here and i'm like dang bro i really wish this was like a 100 percent surprise drop like mm-hmm. out of nowhere like no like the same the same way that we were like you you and i were kind of surprised about that league of legends game dropping today yeah yeah. i want i want that level but for all big uh big news events you know going forward but it's just so it's just it does suck because it's like dang how do you even how do you even accomplish that bro i feel like there's too many hands in the pot um obviously somebody's you know gonna fuck up and uh you know leak something to somebody else and then once even if motherfuckers aren't leaking it they're still hitting APIs and shit. That is like, true, bro. It's like they're how why do why do people have access to that, bro? Like, like the crazy thing about this was like typically I follow all the people that are the industry insiders that have all the news, the Jeff Grubbs, Jez Corden, all those people. Mm-hmm. None of them like were outright yeah, saying shit. Saying they weren't saying like, Hey yeah, this is true. I've heard that this is happening, whatever. Nobody was really leaking it except this one random dude who i didn't even know i was like is this dude credible i don't know maybe maybe not so that's why it was kind of like people really didn't know up till when it actually happened if it was legit or not um which is you know still kind of crazy like apparently pringles also kind of leaked it because they announced some marketing thing like this week weekend but apparently it was like completely unrelated and they had no idea that the game was going to launch. It was just a coincidence and made everybody think, gotcha, gotcha. Or, or, you know, even was more convinced. So I don't know. Yeah, I agree. It's, it's a total bummer, but it seems like this is just the life we live now. Like hopefully we'll get surprised by a couple things here and there, but we're never going to be able to go into anything fully blind and we're just going to have to enjoy what we get. I, I think guess. we get, we'll probably get some good surprises from the uh, the game awards though. I think that they keep yeah, things that's pretty, true. That's uh, true. Under yeah. wraps over there. Speaking of, let's let's get derailed real quick. Yeah. Game awards uh, nominations. nominations came out, um, which you know I honestly did not realize they were going to come out this soon. Mm-hmm. Um, so this was kind of like month. a perfectly this was a perfectly planned podcast. Um, but and yeah, you're right. It is a, it is in basically a month. Um, but you know we were close um i've already went and voted on on my game of game of the year awards but uh let me pull up the list real quick it was uh resident evil village it was metroid uh, dread Dread. it takes two um ratchet ratchet and death loop that's is that all of them i think we might have missed one Hold on, I'm pulling it up as well. Uh, yeah, let me yeah, where the heck is this? Uh, I went to the website. Okay, go vote yeah. now. Yeah, we said everything. Oh, okay, Psychonauts too. Psychonauts, of course. Come yes, on. Of course. Um, and then let me pull up our our little list here. Uh, our list was Forza Five, Psychonauts Two, Resident Evil Village, Deathloop, Returnal, Death Door. And Metroid Dread, It Takes Two, Ratchet and Clank all got bumped off. Um, you said It Takes Two will be there instead of Returnal. Metroid, I said Metroid Dread will be there in place of Returnal. And if we would have just both <laughs> fucking conceded both of those and knocked off Death's Door, we would have been even closer. Um, but yeah, like since since we you know just did this episode last week, 
let me just get you and we'll get back to halo all right mm-hmm. but i guess before we jump into the game awards let's just say xbox anniversary event the game was announced it was sick and we got to play it and then we'll talk about our impressions and stuff of playing it right after we finish this quick game awards aside uh but what do you think about the game of the award uh game award uh, nominees i am mostly okay with it the only one like i mentioned a little bit earlier bro ratchet and clank i just don't mm. think it it makes sense obviously you know looking at it like in a full holistic view but from a personal standpoint or like right. from a personal viewpoint, Ratchet and Clank should not be in the game of the year category. It can be in yeah. some other action adventure category. It can be in, you know, some, I don't know, in art direction, it's anything but game You're crazy, of bro. the year, bro. I'm I crazy like, for, I'm crazy I for feel like Ratchet and Clank is, yeah, it's, it's kind of a lock for game of the year nominee. Like, I if just, anything, I, I feel like, you know, I'm still playing Metroid Dread. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, that should be probably the first to go based off of what I know right now and like how far I've played Metroid Jet. Just because, you know, Ratchet and Clank and, you know, for the record, I'll just give my quick opinion. Ratchet, this this list to me makes a lot of sense. You know, I feel like you could swap in and out a couple games and I would probably have still the same opinion. Um, Mm -hmm. Except, you know, it takes two can go and not be on the list. Resident Evil Village also could probably go and not be on the list, but you know, I haven't played it. Um, but everything else makes perfect sense, and I feel like almost deserves a spot. Ratchet and Clank, like we said, we talked. Go back and listen to our episode. It's a really good game. It's yes. very polished. Um, it doesn't do a lot of new stuff, but I think just the fact that a game this big comes out and is literally pretty much flawless like no bugs no major and I, I think you said you had glitches and stuff but overwhelmingly not a lot of glitches um just extremely polished you know makes use of the dual sense looks great was one of the first you know major next gen titles to come out um i feel like you know even though it wasn't you know pushing the uh, the the envelope forward or whatever mm-hmm. it was it was it's probably one of the most polished games this year and just like generally, you know, just good all around good games this year, I would argue. Yeah, I mean, I, I do get that, you know, and I am definitely not saying it was a bad game. You know, I think a lot of my, you know, criticisms really just come stem from the fact that, you know, it was still more of the same of Ratchet, you know, mm-hmm. and like like we've just seen this so many times before that I'm like, I mean, come on, bro. I don't really think it needed to even be on this list. That's why I'm, you know, a little personally salty. Also, the fact that Returnal didn't make this list, bro. Come on, bro. sure, sure, right. Returnal didn't let you save the game for half a year. <laughs> Who cares, bro? Who cares about that? You should just you shouldn't even need to save the game. See, that's ridiculous. I mean, that's I tried to tell you, man. Like Returnal, <laughs> like. Coupled with the fact that you couldn't save the game, coupled with the fact that unlike Ratchet and Clank, it had a lot of technical issues when it first launched, where it was crashing people's games. Was it after they were? Yeah, that. yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Like first, it looks like the first couple of weeks, month it was out. I always saw on Twitter, hey, yeah, I was, you know, playing Returnal and my game just crashed for whatever reason, and now I'm, you know, I lost two hours of progress or my PS5. Like randomly re, 
like rebooted oh, or updated yeah, or something. And I lost all my say. Like people were saying that. Like I was seeing that pretty frequently on my timeline, coupled with the fact that it's hard with hard as shit. Like um, definitely, I think probably soured a lot of people. Whereas you know when we have games like Sekiro, which won Game of the Year a couple of years ago, that game was hella polished, and you know even though it was very difficult, all the frustrations lied with the you, know, you as a gamer, not the technical limitations, which I think is super important for games like that that are super hard. Like whenever you have any technical issues that are gonna into you know unnecessary deaths or loss of progress or anything like that on those super hard games people are going to be more unforgiving and probably leave it and never come back which i think is probably what happened in a lot of these cases i guess so i guess so still from a part like just speaking from the heart here returnal should have made it bro that's all well, i'm gonna say don't worry we got we got our uh our personal game of the year rankings coming up soon uh but i have not played returnal so We'll see if I can get it in within the next month. Um, but yeah, like uh, I'm looking forward to seeing like all the announcements at the Game Awards. Um, Jeff, as always, has been hyping it up. Uh, we'll see, you know, if he lives up to that hype. Uh, the Game of the Year, you know, decision will be a very, very tough one. I think all the games on this list are are very good, and even if you boil the game down to like three three or four games that really really have a a high chance of winning i think that the choice is still very tough so i'll have a have a fun time discussing that with you uh in the next couple weeks when we start making predictions for game of the year and and all these other rewards Uh, yeah uh yeah with that being said should we go back to halo let's do it bro we got we got some things that things to say opinions to share yes so halo has been out for uh like a day and a half now uh i've played quite a bit um played you know a decent amount of matches um at least enough to kind of get a feel of the game in general right now uh how much have you played Mm, i think i've got hold on steam will tell me exactly about three hours of gameplay okay, about three hours of gameplay um so i've done you know a handful of matches here and there and i'm i'm liking it i'm liking everything but you know this the one particular thing that i know we're going to talk about in a few minutes probably mm-hmm, mm-hmm. uh but yeah let's let's just start with overall impressions um you want to start or you want me to jump it off i'll let jump you, off I'll with let you jump started i know halo's got a special place in your heart i know you're listening you're you got your Xbox controller in your hands right now. That's right. All right. And just like I requested, I got my Xbox shirt on, Let's tattoo, go. sneakers, all of that uh, as I as I record this podcast. But uh, yeah, so background, I played Halo 2. That was one of the, I think that probably was the first online multiplayer game I ever played. Halo 2, uh, multiplayer lobbies. Uh, I played Halo 3, ODST, Reach, and Halo 4 as well as Master's Chief Collection. So I've played quite a bit of Halo in my lifetime. And this is probably some of the best Halo gameplay that I've played in a long time, uh, especially just at the launch of a game. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is very reminiscent of Halo 3 mixed with Halo Reach. Mm. Um, in terms of like the gameplay? S- yeah, in terms of the gameplay, like um, 
just the maps and like the way that they're designed and have you moving around the way the guns feel everything kind of definitely reminds me of halo 3 and then you mix in the gadgets and some of the more modern weapons and the sprinting and all that stuff and you start getting a little bit of that halo reach feel which i'm totally down for i'm, I'm really liking the promise that the multiplayer is showing um it looks like we're starting off with maybe 10 maps or something i played on uh, a couple maybe four or five maps i'm not sure uh and i am not dreading any of them if i get a specific map uh, multiplayer i've not yet hit the point where i'm like ah, i don't really want to play on this particular map i'm having fun on all of all of them uh i have fun playing objective slayer doesn't matter feels good um and yeah it just you know it kind of has already solved that issue that I've had with Apex, Fortnite, all these other uh, battle royales where we're now back to 10 minute matches. We're now back to building moments within the, that 10 minutes, right? Mm -hmm. uh, building narratives, um, building iconic memories. I just explained to you um, before this podcast started about how I was just playing a capture the flag game. Uh, went into overtime after I thought that, you know, the game was over and with zero, almost no, no time left on the clock in overtime, I was able to pick up the flag and score it to, to seal the victory for our team, mm -hmm. uh, which was like, you know, just super hype. You know, another moment um, that I played right this, I have the clip too. I'll show it to you yeah. after I'll post it on Twitter or whatever. Uh, another moment um, from this morning, my team was down. I don't know, nine or 10. And I was just like, man, dude, we are getting worked and just, you know, tightened up my play. Everybody else on our team tightened up a bit and we ended up coming back and winning by two. And it's just like, dang, I can't believe we just came back on these fools and, you know, stole the lead for them. And just moment. And I was just, I was literally turned up. I was like, let's go, let's go. Like, so, you know, the fact that I'm getting that high and I'm getting those moments that, you know, you get when you place first in Apex or whatever, you know, in the span of 10 minutes or, or 15 minutes um, and, and in quick little bursts and repeat repeatedly on, on different maps and all this stuff in different ways, um, different game types. Feels great, man. And I, I can't wait to see what the future of uh, this multiplayer looks like. Um, but of course, the battle pass is ass and we'll talk about that. <laughs> Okay, um, my turn? Yeah, for sure. All right, um, first impressions of the Halo Infinite multiplayer beta. I got to say, it's just, it still feels like a nice breath of fresh air. Wait a minute. Breath of fresh air. Dang, I don't know. Why there we I go. I don't know why I stumbled over that one. Breath <laughs> of fresh air, um, you know, since we played it a little bit, um, when was that? During, like, the pre-flight or whatever, the in-flight thing that they had going on. Um, mm -hmm. even back then I thought that this was going to be a solid game and I think they're still continuing to deliver on that. Um, the gameplay feels nice. Um, you know, obviously I don't have that same halo background that you do. So there's still mm -hmm. a little bit of a learning curve when it comes to really like, you know, feeling like I've got a hang of the game. Um, but it's not that bad, you know, it's not like, uh, like a CSGO type of game where it's like, oh yeah, bro, if you don't have 600 hours in this game right now, then you can't even compete. This game is right. definitely friendly to beginners. Um, you'll be able to hop in a game and get some like really cool kills. The weapon variety I thought was super crazy. Um, I think during the 
previous uh, beta that we played through, there may have been like, I don't know, like five or six weapons or so, like total mm. across that beta. And now, you know, yeah. we have access to the full roster of weapons. I'm like, I don't even know what they all do, but they all, but they yeah. all look cool. They <laughs> all seem like they do crazy things. And it just, it, I'm very excited to like be able to get my hands on them and like maybe find like a new weapon that like I'm super excited to use or like, oh, I got to go um, and prioritize getting this weapon when I, um, you know, play some multiplayer games in the future. So, um, yeah, overall, this is a, this has been a solid, solid launch for the game. Um, I think that they couldn't like i don't really think they could have done it any better here you know they could have released it on december 8th like they originally um were talking about and it would have been just as fine but you know obviously having it earlier since it is ready i think that uh that's a nice little this is a nice little pre-christmas christmas present you know what i'm saying um yeah so big ups to microsoft on this one big ups to was it 343 is that the name of the developers i think right yep 343 343 big ups to you guys on this one solid launch solid game yeah, and you know, I wanted to come back to like them launching early. I, I just think that's super cool for, you know, from what it seems like, you know, the the community and the devs and stuff really care about making a good game. Uh, it seems like they're really trying to listen to feedback and whatnot, um, and take that into account and make the appropriate changes that that they need to make. Um, the flights went great, um, and it's really cool to see, you know, with Halo Infinite having all the trials and tribulations that it's had over the past year for at least the multiplayer team to kind of get that win and during the xbox anniversary be like you know we're really proud to announce that this is coming this is available right now with the whole team there uh being recorded i thought that was super super cool um and and just going back to the gameplay itself like kind of like what you said like the learning curve is so low like yeah when i played the first day um i was a little bit rusty but you know they even provide a weapon drills little thing, which I've been doing every day. Um, You've been doing just the drills. Like, okay. I need yeah, to I do the weapon drills um, because, uh, like, sometimes the servers are having a little issues connecting me with a match. So I'm like, okay, I'll just do some weapon drills um, and then come back and see if I can connect later. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, the weapon drills are really, really helpful. Like, I, I keep, I kind of get addicted where I'm like, all right, I got to get three stars here. So I've done like the first three or so weapon drills, which are the AR, the BR, and like the plasma rifle. Um, mm-hmm. And like, it definitely playing it, I mean, it really it works really, really well. They, they give you a static target, uh, a strafing target. So just, you know, left to right or right to left. And then they have like a more like, you know, player driven movement uh target that goes left to right left right left right right left and crouches and stuff and simulates more of a real life uh you know fire fight situation except it's not shooting back um and it kind of helps me figure out like oh okay so if i want to hit you know far away shots with the battle rifle i really need to aim you know at their neck because the gun kind of rises up a little bit or or whatever it is you kind of learn those little nuances uh, which I think have already started translating into the play. So, um, and, and there's no meta, which is really nice, right? Like, it's not like, oh, like this new character is out, which nerfs this character or whatever, whatever. It's like, hey, you can always just jump in uh, and figure out what you need to do. Just, you know, get back to learning the basic mechanics of Halo and, and you're good to go. So, um, I mean, I feel like there's no meta yet. You know, I feel like there's all, there's going to, there's got to be something that's broken. 
one of these weapons one of these days people that's true find that's like, true oh, nah, this thing needs, needs to be addressed even still i think uh, halo has always had you know a good balance on those things because even when we have power weapons or just like map weapons on the walls and the maps like everybody can't get that weapon and you know somebody's always going to rush for the rocket launcher or the sniper rifle or whatever mm-hmm. but it's never going to be hella unbalanced in any single game right you know somebody gets a sniper rifle all right are they good with the sniper rifle are they bad with the sniper rifle they're going to still need skill to use that power weapon rocket launcher same thing although that's a little more op like you can get into a tight situation while you're reloading or whatever and you still need to you know have some skill to manage those power weapons and that equipment and stuff what's really going to be crazy is when people start getting good with that grappling hook um and start you know doing high flying stunts over the map that's gonna be insane i've already seen a clip where a dude grab like was on the uh like big sand map or whatever mm-hmm. used the grappling hook from under like the capture the flag point and like n- snipe two dudes right as they were about to like score the flag which was just Yeesh. absolutely crazy i was like this is fucking dirty well, i saw uh, real quick <laughs> sorry yeah. to interrupt but i saw no, go one ahead, go ahead. where a guy was uh it was like a whole team like three dudes in a warthog just driving by this dude um with a grappling hook dude with the grappling hook grapples on hijacks the warthog drives it off a cliff with the other two dudes inside no grapples back up oh then, my god that stuff is crazy this shit is gonna be oh crazy oh my god yeah so i'm very excited you know even myself like still just getting used to the maps uh trying to remember where i can expect expect players to come from trying to remember where the power weapons are all that stuff you know as as we get you know further and further into the year and into the halo seasons or whatever uh, that stuff is going to become more second nature which is going to make for some really interesting games um but you know another thing that should be interesting is the cosmetics and the and the cool um abilities and stuff or not abilities but like you know armor sets and stuff that you earn from the battle pass um we both got on and we looked at the battle packs and we were on comms and we we're basically saying hey like this looks pretty good because it it did and from my opinion from what i actually was paying attention to it looked better than what they were showing in the pre-flight battle pass and kind of what mm-hmm. i've seen so far based on the couple like posts and stuff that i've read from 343 uh so we went ahead and bought it and then you realize how terrible the xp progression is like it is Mm-mm. horrendous <laughs> like compared to other uh you know battle royales or games that use battle passes you basically for people that don't know you buy this pass uh, i was ten dollars and the idea is like okay a season will last three four months um and during that season you will have time to progress on this battle pass except in halo infinite once you buy the battle pass you have it forever so you can progress on it forever um and as you progress and gain levels, uh, you unlock certain things at each level tier, uh, which can be colors for your armor. They could be armor uh, pieces. They could be effects, whatever. Um, so, yeah, the battle pass itself is fine. Just the way you earn experience is really bad. You only earn uh, experience for every couple games you play. And you also have to, you know, uh, resolve these skills um, that are honestly 
pretty ridiculous. Not like you know, compared to Apex that has maybe thirty weekly challenge or thirty challenges or something at any given time. Yeah, this is more like all right, you can do five at a time, and also some of them are actually pretty hard, <laughs> and you have to basically change the entire way you play a specific game uh, or a match to just try and target this. Yeah, pass. which is. Which sucks, which you don't really want to have to do. You just want to kind of play and earn these things organically. What are your thoughts? Um, yeah, I'm right there with you. I think it kind of the, the items they're looking kind of they're looking more promising than before, but they just need to do it. Really, in my opinion, just needs a little slight tweak to the way that the x the XP progression works with um how you earn levels in the battle pass. Like if they just tweak it just a little bit, and I don't think they should make it so that way. Like oh, you complete one mission and you, you know, just level up automatically. Um, that probably won't be the right move. Um, but I don't know, maybe just either increase the amount of XP that you earn from a contract or, I don't know, allow you to do more of them at one time, something like that. Or even, like, um, I feel like, what, what game is it? I think COD Warzone does it where XP that you earn in-game that um, counts uh or like based off of your kills or whatever that will count towards the battle pass so maybe doing something like that as well i think they have a lot of options here um and i think it's you know good that we're everybody's kind of addressing this like super early and it's still the beta mm-hmm. so there's still time mm-hmm. it is definitely yeah. a redeemable battle pass and uh they'll they'll learn from these little mistakes that uh everybody is um you know letting them know about so we'll see I, i'm not gonna yeah. i'm not gonna hold them uh to it too much and like i'm not even gonna let this like really like negate my feelings on yeah. the game as a whole just because it is such a, a fixable um issue here so it sucks right now but i don't think it will forever yeah i i'm i'm there with you um the team has already said they're looking at the battle pass situation okay you know as of today so that's really good to hear and like you said you know this game is it's unbelievable how well the actual mechanical aspects or technical aspects of this game are performing like once you get in a match like everything that they've done to make those experiences as fun as possible it's, it's incredible that they've pulled off what they have and they were able to release it early so i don't want to take any way anything away from uh, them on that regard and i'm really excited to continue playing just because you know it is a new and fresh take on multiplayer that's not going to require me to drop an hour of my time just to play one game, which I may or may not win, right? I can get in a couple games and I can have a lot of different experiences and wins and losses um, during that time. So I'm excited to, uh, you know, dive into this over the next uh, couple months and beyond. But, you know, if it'll feel good to start unlocking different cosmetics and, and stuff at a decent rate. Um, and I don't want to get to the point where I buy this battle pass, but, and I'm not be able to complete it by the time the second battle pass comes out. So I'm not going to want to buy the second one or whatever. And it just kind of gets out of hand there. Um, like you said, I would like, you know, to get XP based on at least at the bare minimum, give us XP per match instead of it being every two matches. It just doesn't feel that great to get XP every two matches. Yeah. Um, so give us XP per match and, I would love to get XP for actually performing well in a game. So based off of double kills or triple kills or killing sprees or whatever, like those kind of achievement medals that you get, I think that'd be really cool. Um, And, you know, I understand it's free to play. They got to make money somehow, but there has to be a happy medium, you know, 
I, I, I'd gladly concede on some area, you know, outside of the battle pass or outside of the XP progression, you know, if it, if it means we have like a better experience overall, um, week to week playing the game. So I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to it and playing more games with, uh, you and everybody else. Um, there, we'll get there. I'm I'm also excited to try out the, uh, the ranked mode because I, oh yeah, that's not a new feature to Halo. No, that's always been there. No. Yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha. Um, and I'm already like, I'm already down for ranked. I've already played a couple of ranked games and Ooh, let me okay. tell you, like, cause you, you get to a point where once I like polished up, um, my skills and I started, you know, actually playing well, like I realized, okay, there's a lot of people that are just trash. Like I literally heard a dude put his child on the, on the game at one no, point. I was literally playing and, and <laughs> he's like, I hear kid. Bah, 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 bah. He's like, "Oh, you want to play? Holy oh yeah, here you go." Shit. I'm like, "Oh nah, that's why we losing, bro. We just got people putting their toddlers on the damn sticks." Damn. But uh, but you know, yeah, like uh, ranked is nice. It's not as you know sweaty as like you know typical you know ranked for you know battle royales and whatever because it's like all right you can play a lot more games you don't have to get super sweaty just to win this one game mm-hmm. um and also just the games are a little bit different there's no mini map um you get a battle rifle to start which you know just in general i think i prefer the battle rifle way way more than the assault rifle as a starting weapon so why, I I why just is pre- that like or I'm, I know why you prefer it but like why the yeah. hell do they start the regular game off or like you know non ranked with the assault rifle bro that shit is just like it's like what bro why I think it's always like uh it's they've literally always done it as far as I can remember in in Halo I think you know it incentivizes people to explore the map um, pick up new weapons try new weapons. It also like evens the playing field a little bit where it's like, okay, if you're super accurate and sweaty with the battle rifle, you're not, everybody on your squad is not immediately just wiping people that are not as good at the game. That's Mm. just my personal opinion. So like, even though I'm, I feel like I'm really good with the battle rifle. um, If I don't, if I'm just using the assault rifle, you still got to get up close. And, you know, I, I think a lot of the, it's just kind of like you're spraying and trying to stay focused on the target. So um, it's a little more of a toss up, even with skill involved, um, in my opinion. Like it kind of, you know, it's, it's kind of a great equalizer. And plus you get that pistol, which is, you know, if you're really good you can use the pistol to your advantage. If not, then it's just kind of like a useless uh, <laughs> secondary weapon. So I don't, I don't know. I kind of understand why they do it. Um, but just personal preference, I, I enjoy ranked and I enjoy not having the mini map and all that stuff, um, and having to focus on instinct or sounds or whatever. So, okay. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, shout out to halo. I can't believe, I honestly can't believe it. Like what a big dick move by Microsoft <laughs> launching this, this game, like a month early in beta you know, this game that has notoriously had so many problems and people were so worried about it. And honestly, they might be releasing one of the best multiplayer uh, experiences of the year. Um, you know, since it seems like Call of Duty Vanguard is 
not really popping off like that. And Battlefield 2042 is, is not either. It looks like Halo might steal the show in terms of like the major FPSs this year. So that's cool. Nice. Um, but before we go, I did want to pose one more question to you. Um, I'm here. Let me I saw here. a tweet from John Linneman, who is uh, over at Digital Foundry, who uh, I love those guys. But he posed the question like, is progression required in multiplayer games nowadays just to survive so progression in terms of like uh you need a battle pass you need some constant thing for the player to be working towards through this like season or whatever um as far as like earning and you need to always have that carrot in front of them you know they always have to be earning something um Mm. Is that like, you know, now with Fortnite, you know, really taking the battle pass and stuff to the next level, obviously Apex and COD, uh, Warzone taking after that, do you think it's kind of just like mandatory in shooters now, regardless of if it's battle royale or not? Yeah, kind of. I feel like the answer is yes, but it's completely based on the fact that all of these other games, you know, have all these other games release, you know, their progression systems. So now in order to like stay relevant, to stay hip in a way, I think that is why we all new all new multiplayer games have to have this uh, progression thing. Um, obviously, you know, I don't know like the full answer, you know, the real, like what is the correct answer? I'm sure, you know, maybe in 10 years from now, somebody will do some sort of like, you know, psych study on gamers and figure out like, do we really care about, you know, progression systems? Do we really need this. But until mm-hmm. then, I feel like the answer is yes. I think that's the only way you stay relevant in this, um, you know, this landscape where cosmetics have become like super important to uh, to gamers. Like, you know, everybody wants the, the newest hel- helmet in Halo. Everybody wants the, the latest Naruto skin in Fortnite, different things like that, different incentives to make players want to continue playing the game, you know. And, you know, it, yeah, it feels like it like when you think about it, really, you like if let's say like just you and me are just like talking about it, I would. I want to say no it that it doesn't matter and that it shouldn't matter but like I don't know like the proof is there like all these games are successful when they have like all these you know cool ass uh cosmetics and unlocks that you're able to get through your battle pass mm-hmm. so I guess uh, you know obviously short answer here is uh yes I think it does matter I think it is required so I'm going to uh counter that in, at right. some like in a way and I'm going to say no uh, it's not required, but you know, you have to always frame it in a certain way. Like I was talking to R on the discord. I'm basically saying like back in the halo three days, we didn't have like, obviously there was no battle passes. Uh, and there really wasn't like an emphasis on cosmetics or anything like that. There were a lot of armor sets. Um, and they were literally armor sets. They weren't pieces or anything like that. Um, and at the beginning of the game, obviously halo three was a full price game back then mm-hmm. you buy it and you know, all the armor, uh, in the game and you know how to unlock it. And I think they did a really good job at gamifying how you unlock that armor. So you had to play campaign and you unlocked certain armors depending on the level of difficulty you play campaign on. Or if you got a thousand gamer score, uh, you unlocked a certain piece of armor. Or if you, there was the recon armor in Halo where it was notorious or like it was famous. So like if you do something that gets the devs attention, uh, like you make a cool video or whatever, you'll um, you'll get like this legendary helmet that can only be awarded by the devs or in sp- special circumstances. 
So I think that was kind of the hype back in the day. And it wasn't like playing games wasn't really about unlocking armor. Like playing matches wasn't about mm-hmm. unlocking armor. It was mostly about ranking up and be like, hey, yeah, uh, I'm this rank or whatever, which you know was just kind of like a dick swinging contest, but it was what it was. Um, and even Call of Duty, you know, had didn't have a battle pass, but I guess maybe kind of did, but it was built into the game. It's like, hey, like the more levels you get, the more weapons you unlock, the more perks you unlock, which obviously gives you an advantage or makes the game more fun the more you play. Mm-hmm. Um, but there was no need to like, oh, hey, like I, I have to keep spending money and like I or like once you like unlocked everything, that was it. Like you just have everything and maybe you decide to do it again. But that was kind of where the buck stopped. It wasn't like this continuous cycle of unlocking things. Um, so like, I don't think that is necessary as long as you frame it properly. If you're like, ah, actually, I don't know. Right. Cause people now that games are a service now, and now that we can no longer expect new iterations to come out every couple of years. Right. Um, and it's typically one platform. I do think there does need to be some sort of refresh every so often to be like, all right, now we're refreshing and now here's some more stuff that you guys can strive to get. So I, I do think that's necessary. I don't necessarily think the battle pass strategy is necessary. Um, it's just the the strategy that makes the most money or for companies or makes the most monetary sense for them, um, especially with games being free to play now, including Halo. You know, you got to monetize this in a way that makes sense and you start earning your your investment back so i get that but it is kind of a bummer like you know being like on this never-ending hunt to grab skins and stuff but i think even though i you know it's kind of a bummer or whatever i think games like fortnite have really done it well and proven like hey even though this thing is here and it's you know you have to pay money or whatever like it doesn't have to be shitty and annoying like it can be fun and, and it can be exciting and you can log in for one day and feel like you accomplished and earned a lot. Um, so, you know, I'm not against battle passes if done right, but they definitely need to tweak some things. Uh, same thing kind of with Apex where I've always had that complaint, right? That uh, yeah, the skins, the basic skins that you unlock, even in the battle pass, are not really that exciting until you get to level 100 and you get the cool weapon mod or whatever. Um, you're just kind of like meh. And then the legendary skins, like the most sought after skins, are really the only ones that I almost ever care about. Um, just just make it easier, man. Just make more skins. I don't know why this concept is always so hard. Do what Fortnite does. Make a billion skins. Give us all these different ways to unlock it and just make the coolest of coolest skins legendary and have some pretty cool or unique and original things, even for the battle pass or the common folk. Um, so, yeah, I think Apex has the uh, the gameplay loop unlocked. That's kind of where yeah. how they've been able to stay relevant um, in these past years. Um, 100%. But yeah, also, I think, you know, kind of moving on with your point here. I think that the reason why we need or why, you know, these progression systems are more needed nowadays is just because 
they are that is like the the key way to like keep people keep your game relevant and keep people like interested in your game like you know you have these i think um you know fortnite and cod are like kind of the biggest examples here but um you know when you have these big events and these big reveals regarding oh look at these new cosmetics that we have like wow and then it just like kind of just reinstills like a whole like you know level of hype into your game like you know you get people mm-hmm. coming out of the woodworks talking about fortnite and naruto they're like oh I'm gonna have to redownload Fortnite. I'm gonna have to do this and so and so. I'm gonna have to start playing this game again. And I just think that that is like kind of like a surefire way to you know keep your game relevant, especially if you're not you know planning on really iterating on the actual gameplay loop itself. If you're just gonna keep mm-hmm. that the same, then you gotta do you gotta do something else um, to uh, either attract new players or keep your players uh, interested. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I, I I still think Fortnite has you know really gone above and beyond with their now what is it a metaverse or whatever where it's like hey man you don't just come back for the skins that's of course a part of it but you come back for the events and the stuff that we do around those skins and right and kind of just like the whole theme and idea of coming back to this world and experiencing something new whenever you drop into a game or whatever um you know apex kind of does that where it's like oh hey here's a new map here are these new activations but obviously those are more centered around map events than anything every now and again uh they do some pretty unique events and game types that make make it be like hey like i gotta come back and try that game type out but yeah it usually is the skins and i don't even know what the fuck call of duty warzone is doing because i've i've never really played that game like that but yeah uh, i'm done with that game bro yeah, go ahead and throw that one in the trash, it's bro. It's already in the trash. I might redownload there we when go. they drop a new map after, you know, oh, two fucking nah. years. But it's supposed to be coming this uh, this December. Well, I, we'll see. I remember when they dropped that new map that was literally just the old map. Bro, don't get me started. Basically, what? <laughs> don't get me started. Oh, my it's, God. It's actually but yeah. 1984 now. All right, I'm done. I mean, I think uh, the future could be bright for Halo. I'm really excited to see, you know, how they tackle the map problem how they tackle the event problem are we going to get some maps that have snow for christmas or some shit obviously not this christmas because i got they got bigger problems to worry about but you know as as time goes on we're going to get cool seasonal events are we getting santa hats and shit for our characters like this is all stuff that i think is relatively feasible and that we'll probably see so i'm looking forward to it me too i'm ready i'm ready to see what uh the future of halo is all right well with that guys let's go ahead and wrap it up thank you guys for listening to player player uh stay tuned next week when we have our monthly cooldown and then you know the rest of the the year we basically got all the episodes planned out we got console console slash company in review game award predictions uh game of the year player player game of the year discussions and like 2022 predictions slash outlook we got a lot of good stuff coming um if you enjoyed this episode though Please go ahead and subscribe to us on your podcasting platform of choice. Rate us five stars on iTunes and tell your friends about us. If you want updates about future episodes and giveaways or you want to submit a question to the show, visit playerplayerpod.com or follow us on social media at playerplayerpod. Big shout out, as always, to Aaron Miller for the intro music. Follow him at the Miller Child on Instagram. You can find me on social media as The Hoop Man, where the E is a three. You can find my co-host Arsene here as Pax Arsenica on Twitter and Twitch and Arsene Lakpa on Instagram. And until next time, Keep gaming. Game on, folks.